Welcome to The Bible in Three, a podcast where we discuss three things about the Bible. I'm your host, Patty Parker, and today we're continuing our series called Plot Twist. We've been identifying places in Scripture where God turned a situation around in a surprising way, and it brought glory to His name. Speaking of names, today's episode is all about a woman who gave God a very special name. So if you're ready, let's begin with one, the background. We're still in the book of Genesis, which is the first book of the Bible, and here's a neat tidbit. The first five books of the Bible are often referred to as the Pentateuch. In Greek, that means five scrolls. Neat, huh? So now let's talk about two, the breakdown. Today we're going to focus on the second half of the book, chapters 12 through 50, which zooms in on the life of one man, Abraham, his family, and his relationship to God's plan. So God chose Abraham to carry on what he first commissioned Adam and Eve to do in the garden, stewarding creation, filling the earth with worshipers. God's conversation with Abraham is called the Abrahamic covenant, but it boils down to a promise to use Abraham to become a great nation through which all the other nations will be blessed. But Father Abraham has a pretty big problem. If he's going to be the father of a great nation, he kind of needs kids. And well, he has none. And he's old. So he tells God about it. And he's met with a promise that his offspring will be as numerous as the stars in the sky. That's a lot of kids. Abraham believes, and Genesis 15, 6 says that this belief was credited to him as righteousness. In other words, Abe didn't doubt, at least not right away, but time passes, he still doesn't have a son, and he and his wife Sarah begin to doubt, so much that they take the whole having kids into their own hands, and Abraham gets Sarah's Egyptian maid, Hagar, pregnant. Even though it was her idea, Sarah gets mad and starts treating her servant so cruelly that Hagar flees. She's on her way to a place called Shur when the Lord finds her and approaches her, which leads us to three, the bite-sized truth. Let's start in Genesis 16. We'll read verses 8 through 10, and then we'll go to verse 13. And he said, Hagar, slave of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai, she answered. Then the angel of the Lord told her, Go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will increase your descendants so much that they will be too numerous to count. Then verse 13 says, She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. When Hagar fled, Abraham didn't go looking for her, but God did. Abraham didn't speak comfort to the scared, abused woman, but God did. And when Hagar heard from God, she gave him a name that means the God who sees. Her final words are just gorgeous. I have now seen the one who sees me. Friend, I don't know where you are in life, whether you feel loved or overlooked, whether you feel like you're smack dab in the center of God's will for your life, whatever that actually means, or if you feel like God must have made a mistake, he didn't, by the way. But I want you to know that you are loved and you are seen by the God who will seek you out. 
As I share these words, I hope you hear the love of God coming through your earbuds or the car speakers. The God who sees, sees you. And you can see him too when you place your trust in him. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining me for another episode of The Bible in Three. Until next time, may you experience the truth of God's word in creation, in your relationships, and in your own encounters with scripture. I'm Patty Parker. See ya.